2: We claim to be without sin. We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. You see, we actually sin more than we think we do. Jesus says, we need to be asking God, you and I, this is written to Christians. First John is written to Christians. We need to be asking God for his forgiveness daily.
0: The Lord's Prayer is rich with theological and doctrinal truths. One of these truths is that each and every one of us sins on a daily basis, just as the Lord's Prayer says, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. In today's edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark teaches us the importance of acknowledging our sin while reflecting on this portion of the Lord's Prayer. In our study, we'll learn that the idea of being sinless after salvation is a dangerously deceptive doctrine that holds no scriptural backing whatsoever. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with his continuing study entitled, How to Pray.
2: chapter 6. We're finishing the third part of a series on the Lord's Prayer or the Disciples' Prayer or the simple theme is how to pray. This is what Jesus is teaching us. He's teaching it to disciples. He's teaching it to Christians, how to pray. Now, here's what I'm going to ask you to do this morning so that you can kind of understand. Uh, In a moment, I'm going to ask you to pray to me and you're going to pray a prayer like this. Mark, give me my daily bread. Remember last week we learned that our daily bread is everything we need. Money, finances, food, wisdom, everything. So in a moment, on the count of three, again, if you don't have your Bible, just raise your hand. You've got to have a Bible because you would be bored out of your mind. So just raise your hand. If you don't have one yet, if you fail to raise your hand, raise it. They'll get it to you. On the count of three, I want you to just pray this prayer. Mark, give me my daily bread. And you have to pray it out loud. Everybody here in the Commons or whatever we are going to pray it, all right? One, two, three, go. Good job. Now, How many feel confident I'm going to answer your prayer? (laughs) How many feel I could answer your prayer? There's no way. I mean, even if I had to give the daily bread for all of you guys, there's not enough bread at Publix to do that. So three things to write down right off the start this morning. Here's number one. It matters who we pray to. You can't pray to me. I can't answer your needs. The second thing you're going to see from Jesus in this teaching this morning, man's greatest need is for forgiveness. The third thing I want you to write as a preliminary is this. We'll discover that only God can forgive sins. So it matters huge who I pray to, God. It also matters if I pray. If I don't pray, I don't have my answers. But when I have this need in my life, I need forgiveness. Only God can give it. And by the way, God wants to forgive. That's his nature. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's his nature. Christianity is all about forgiveness. That's the whole premise of Christianity is forgiveness. Now, we see that because this is part of the Lord's Prayer or the Disciple's Prayer. Look at verse 12, Matthew 6, verse 12. Many of you write writing your Bibles, the little subtopics we've been talking about. Write by verse 12, write this, God's pardon, God's pardon. It reads like this, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Now, that's a strange way, but of course, that's a very biblical way. We owe a debt, the debt of sin. We couldn't pay it. Christ paid it for us. But this word debt, and some of your other translations, well, it can be translated like this, forgive us our sins, or forgive us our trespasses, or forgive us our shortcomings. Let me ask you, why would Jesus say in this daily prayer that I'm to ask God to forgive me today, today, and tomorrow, and Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, and Saturday, to forgive me my sins? Have you sinned today? Well, Pastor Mark, it's it's 1120. It's too early. Oh, I know you better than that, many of you. And when you couldn't get in the parking lot to get your right spot, whoa, you blew it already right on campus. Have we sinned today? Well, keep your finger there, in Matthew, and go back to the book of 1 John. 1 John. And to get there, go right the book of Revelation and come this way a little bit. It's almost to the end of the Bible. 1 John chapter 1. See, what we're going to discover, the reason Jesus says, forgive us our sins, and we're supposed to do that on a daily basis, you say, Pastor Mark, I'm a, I'm a Christian, I don't sin. Really? You know, there are those people, they're well-meaning, they're Christians, and they say, well, I'm... Sanctified, I'm perfect. Once I became a Christian, I never sin anymore. If you have a friend that does that, just say this: Could I ride in your car for a week? <laughs> you discover, oh, they sin, especially on these roads in Brevard County. You say, "Well, I'm a Christian, Pastor Mark, and I don't sin." Really? First John chapter one, verse eight: If we claim to be without sin. We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. You see, we actually sin more than we think we do. Jesus says, we need to be asking God, you and I, this is written to Christians, 1 John is written to Christians, we need to be asking God for his forgiveness daily. Have you done that? Is that a routine thing in your life? Now, we don't want to be sin conscious so that all day long, oh, God, forgive me, God, forgive me, God, forgive me, God, forgive me, God, forgive me. No, we don't want to be that. But just take a look at the last few days this week. Did you ask God to forgive you of your sins? Oh, Pastor Mark, I'm really not conscious of sinning. Well, let me redefine sin, and there's lots of ways, but let me give you two this morning. The first is the sins of commission. That simply means that I'm doing, well, I'm doing what we know is wrong. The Bible says don't lie, don't cheat, don't get angry, don't gossip. Well, if I do those things, I'm sinning. Sins of commission. And if I do that, then I need to ask God's forgiveness. I'm a Christian. I need to ask God's forgiveness. You say, well, Pastor Mike, I really don't have a problem with those things. Remember, those are sins of thought, then sins of action, secret sins, public sins. Pastor Mike, I'm a Christian. I don't do any of those things. That's all right. I got you now covered. Take it at the next one. Sins of omission. Not doing... What we know is right. In fact, James defines it like this. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, sins. Let me show you how that applies. The scripture says we're to love our neighbor as we love ourselves." Anybody guilty? Have you really loved your neighbor as yourself this week? Probably not. The Bible has all of these great standards, and often we don't do something wrong, we just don't do that which is right. Those are sins. James confirms it for us. So what we discover, notice what Jesus said, forgive us. What does that mean, forgive us? It simply means this, we've all sinned, and I need God's forgiveness. In fact, as a Christian, I still need God's forgiveness today. So do you. There isn't a time in your life when you won't need God's forgiveness. You see, when I become a Christian, I become a Christian because of Romans 3.23. For all have sinned. Remember, Christianity is about forgiveness. That's what the whole premise of Christianity is. I can't be good enough, but I do have sin in my life. When did sin take place? Well, back with Adam and Eve, they sinned. It was put in the gene pool of mankind. When you're born, you're born with a sin nature. All have sin and fall short of the glory of God. Well, how serious is that? Well, it's incredibly serious because the wages, the penalty of sin is death. I'll be separated from God forever. So you have to understand that when I pray this prayer on a daily basis, God's reminding me of two things. I need to be forgiven. And it reminds me that my neighbors and my friends and my co-workers, as we talked last week, many of them are living in sin. Some of you are here this morning and have never asked God to forgive you of your sins. Well, if you don't do that, at some point in your life, you receive the wages of sin. You'll be separated from God forever. Forever. It's very interesting, last night I was watching just for a few minutes, Larry King Live, and he was interviewing a man called Art Linkletter. Now some of you remember him, many of you probably don't, but he was a great communicator with kids. He's 93, and he's on there, and I said to my wife, unbelievable, the guy's healthy, his mind is sharp, just like that. I mean, and I watched the interview, but in the interview, it was interesting because Well, I always thought Art Linkler really knew more about God because he was actually an orphan raised by a a pastor. But Larry King asked him, he says, you know, when Billy Graham was on here a few weeks ago, Billy Graham said, well, I'm getting close to dying. And when I die, it doesn't matter because the next moment I'm in heaven. I know I'm going to be in heaven. My sins have been forgiven. I'm going to be in heaven. See, when Billy Graham is anywhere he is, oh, he he gives the gospel. And so Larry King live said to, to Art Linkler, if you died, do you believe that? And he never would really answer it, which surprised me. But then Art Winkler didn't say this, I know I'm going to die. See, he's 93. He's way beyond the 70, 75 average. He said, I'm going to die. Do you know you're going to die? You might beat the average. Even last night, they talked about him being 100. But he said, I know I'm going to die. He would never really answer, it's interesting to me, the question. When you die, are you assured of where you'll go? You see, this is why this in the Lord's Prayer. This is a prayer for Christians. If you're not a Christian, you can't even pray the prayer. So it always starts with God's pardon. The wages of sin, the penalty, is separation from God here, so I don't have his peace. And of course, then, I live forever in a place. Well, you don't like the term. It, it's called hell. A place separated from God forever. So is forgiveness important? Well, actually, sin's penalty, as you see there is so important that I need to ask forgiveness. And forgiveness is just as necessary as that which we discovered last week. You see, Jesus said, pray for daily food. Forgiveness in the spirit is just as important as food in the physical realm. Look at the next verse, verse 9. You're right there in 1 John. If you've never circled the first word in 1 John 1, 9, you need to. It says this, if. If this is written to Christians... If we confess our sins, in other words, we don't make excuses for them, we acknowledge them, confess means agree with God, I know they're wrong, God, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. You see, that's powerful. When we ask forgiveness, God forgives and forgets but I have to ask his forgiveness. Now the opposite of that, right in 1 John 1, 9, in your Bible where you write, just write this verse. Proverbs twenty eight thirteen. Let me read it to you. Proverbs twenty eight thirteen: He who covers his sins will not prosper. So if I don't admit that I've sinned, they won't be forgiven, I'll never prosper, I won't have the peace of God. Now, As I said, the most important thing in our whole life is forgiveness. I need that more than I need anything else because I am going to die. I have a sin nature if I don't do something about it. As I drove out of the subdivision this morning, I noticed many of the neighbors around us, wonderful people. They don't have any need for God at all. It's just like Europe. They're not interested in God. They haven't even picked up their paper when I left at 8.30. They're sleeping in. That's their week. It's their only day off or whatever. They're wonderful people, good neighbors, friendly. Just no interest from God at all. I'll be out this afternoon. We'll be doing things together, but just no interest in God at all. Well, their greatest need is forgiveness. They're just deceived. And they think they're going to be fine and they're going to go to heaven because they're good people and they're good neighbors. No, they're not. So this morning, the most important thing in your whole life is forgiveness now once i become a christian i still need forgiveness sins of omission sins of commission now that's the first part of the lord's prayer it's daily flip on back to matthew 6 where you were verse 12 let me read you this in the new living translation it says this and forgive us our sins here's part 2 just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. Last Saturday, my wife showed me a, the Florida Today article, and it, in the people section had this big thing and it, 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 it. entitled this, Let It Go. Here's what the article said. Pardoning transgressions, rekindling friendship is tough but possible. The whole article was on people who have been hurt. Life is painful. You've been hurt. There isn't an area of almost of our lives where we haven't been hurt. You've been hurt by friends. You've been hurt by churches. You've been hurt by relatives, by spouses, by people at work. See, we're humans. We sin. We hurt others. They hurt us. Now, sometimes it's totally unintentional. And sometimes it's intentional. It's payback. We've been hurt, and we know how to hurt them back. So Jesus says, well, as you're being forgiven, you have to transfer that over, and he says, just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us or hurt us. You see, we, we have to be forgiven daily, but I have to live in forgiveness daily. Paul says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath, your anger, your unforgiveness. Where there's unresolved conflicts there's going to be resentment that rises up. Where there's resentment, there's unforgiveness. And where there's unforgiveness, something grows in your life. I want you to see a verse from Hebrews. It's a powerful verse. Hebrews 12, 15. See to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Here's what happens. It's today. I'm hurt by somebody, a spouse, a neighbor, a coworker, a friend, could even be here in church. Now, let's see, how, let's see how sharp you are this morning. You're hurt by somebody today. When do I have to forgive that person that hurt me? When? How do you know it's today? Because it's part of the Lord's Prayer. And the Lord's Prayer is a daily prayer. So, you mean, Pastor Mike, if somebody hurts me today, I have to forgive them today? I don't want to forgive them today. That's right. You have to forgive them today. Because if I don't, what begins to grow? Bitterness. Anger. Wrath. Get even. Payback. That's why Paul says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Don't let the day go by without offering forgiveness. Let it go. Now, when we forgive people, understand, some of you have been maybe raped and abused as a child and all those kind of things, and you're carrying that. Many of you are carrying things today. You haven't forgiven. I'm going to show you the consequences of that. See, this is the daily prayer. Now, when I forgive somebody, it doesn't mean I agreed with what they did to me that was right, but God takes care of that. A few years ago, Pastor Carl was here from Calvary Chapel, Sarasota. Earlier, before he was a ministry, he was in business. He went in business with another man. And the other man cheated him in a partnership out of all his money, basically. One day, God said to him, you can't, you can't hold that resentment and bitterness anymore. You're going to have to forgive him. Now, did that mean as he forgave that man, which God says we have to do, that the next day he went back in business with a man? What are you, crazy? No. So we stopped that, and we moved to the place where We let God do what He does. He does the payback. But we must, we must forgive. Otherwise, that root of bitterness grows. I get a hard heart. And when I get a hard heart, it affects me throughout my entire being. Some of you today have hard hearts. You didn't realize that this anger and wrath and slander and hate and the desire to see somebody else suffer, well, it's not really harming them, it's, It's harming you. And this root of bitterness grows, and it grows very deep. You see, life is too short to live with hurts. The world says get even. The world says get revenge. But God says forgive. Let me show you Ephesians. Ephesians 4 speaks it very clearly to us. Notice what it says. Let all bitterness, and here's the, the fruit of bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, trying to wish harm on another person, and evil speaking, well, let it be put away from you with all malice. And instead, be, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God has forgiven you. You say, Pastor Micah, I can't forgive that person. Yes, you can. I can forgive that person because God gives us the power to forgive. God never says to me, okay, Mark, and the the Lord's Prayer, I want you to pray this. God, forgive me of my sins. Oh, I can do that. But then you have to forgive others as you've been forgiven. I can't do that. Yes, you can. I command you to do it. God never commands me to do something that I can't do with him. So that's why you have to write, we are able to forgive because God gives us the power. This is not a mind game. This is not something you're playing with. This is not something that... And let me just stop for a moment and, and, and say something to you, you know, from my heart. I'm going to speak here two or three times today right to you, and I want you to listen to me very carefully. We're studying the Lord's Prayer, the disciples' prayer. This is not a prayer of theory. I'm going to put it on the wall. Wow, this is really good. Look at these really theories. i got to forgive people. Wow, I like that. That's really neat. Let's see if we can color it up and paint it. and I might even do a little picture and crochet something over, whatever. I'll put it on a pillow. That's wonderful. No, this is not theory. This is practice. Many of you have never forgiven that individual, that situation. You've been taught you can. It's a process. You have to go back and back and back and back. It's not. It's instantaneous healing by God. Supernatural. Well, I don't expect God to do that. Then it will not happen in your life. God's able to do exceeding abundant anything you can ask or think. And his will is for us to live in freedom. Freedom means I have to forgive those people who have hurt me. Now, listen to this saying, and I think it's, it's powerful. Once our eyes, from John Stott, once our eyes have been opened to the enormity of our offense against God, the injuries which other, others have done to us appear by comparison very small. If on the other hand we have an exaggerated view of our offenses of others, it proves that we have minimized our own. Write this down. Since we are forgiven people, we should be forgiving
0: people. The Bible tells us that anyone who thinks he is without sin is deceived and doesn't have the truth within them. In today's edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark focused on this key reality while reflecting on the Lord's Prayer. In our study, we learned the importance of acknowledging our sin daily and coming to our Father in Heaven who gladly forgives as soon as we confess.
3: You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church, and today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6pm and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45am. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45am. For more information, call us toll free at 779-3441. That's 779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website.
0: Forgiveness can be one of the hardest things to put into practice, whether we're a Christian or not. In our next message, Pastor Mark will teach us the importance of forgiving others and how each of us are responsible to do so. In our study, we'll learn that no matter how hard we might think it is to forgive someone, God provides us with the strength we need to forgive the most grievous of trespasses. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Mark continues teaching through the Gospel of Matthew. That's next time on Lessons for Living.